0: Hello, this is episode one. In this episode, I'll be sharing the best way to get started on your renovation or building project and the first question you need to answer. Welcome to Get It Right with the Undercover Architect. This is the podcast all about designing, building or renovating your home. I'm your host, Amelia Lee. Think of me as your secret ally. I am on a mission to help you create a home that makes your life better whoever you're working with and whatever your dreams, your location or your budget. Together we'll uncover the nitty gritty of how to get it right and how to create a home that works, feels great and that you feel great in. So join me now. Now, one of the most common questions I receive from homeowners planning to renovate or build is, where do I start? It doesn't matter whether you're building or renovating, knowing how and where to start can be confusing exciting but confusing nonetheless. There is so much information and advice out there and finding a simple path through it all can be challenging and so many options to choose from. It honestly doesn't take much to get overwhelmed and it doesn't take too many wrong turns to be in completely the wrong place and the thing with building and renovating is that the wrong place is usually an expensive place to be. Because it can be costly to reverse decisions and to get back on track. It can also force you to have to live with your mistakes and pay a mortgage on them as well. It's a double whammy, that one. I firmly believe that when our homes work well, they make life simpler, more convenient, more fun, and more beautiful. They actually help us be the best version of ourselves. They provide us a place to restore and relax, to celebrate and to be together, and they help us go out into the world every day inspired and ready. Is this the type of home you're wanting to create? If so, you're in the right place. You know that in most journeys to a new location, those first few steps you make and the turns that you choose can actually set your path for the entire rest of the journey. So in the journey of renovating and building, how do you get started? And what are the best first steps to take to help you to get where you want to go to that beautiful finished home you dream of, as well as the lifestyle you hope it will help you lead? In my experience, all projects start the same way. Building, renovating, subdividing, extending all projects, whatever your dreams, wherever you are located and whatever your budget is. And what's this way? Well, this way involves answering four questions. These four questions are, number one, what would you like to do? Number two, what are you allowed to do? Number three, what can your budget afford... And number four, what do you and your family actually need from your home now and into the future? So in this first episode, we're going to look at answering that first question, what would you like to do? You may say, well, how long is a piece of string? Because often what you would like to do is a never-ending wish list. This can particularly occur when you're thinking of a renovation because you're usually dealing with maintenance requirements or an inconvenience that you're living with in your current home. Maybe the planning is poorly laid out, the rear yard has poor access and visibility from the house, the rooms aren't well connected or the spaces are too small, the roof might need replacing, there might be things just generally going wrong. So you'll think of modernising or improving one area, which then rolls to another fix, which then means, means something else needs attention. And look, honestly, if you're going to do that, you might as well do this other thing and it can go on and on. Before you know it, it looks like every square inch of inside and outside is having something done to it. It's all too overwhelming to figure out. Seems like it'll be ridiculously expensive. And so you put it to one side to think about later when you can afford the time and the money to do it properly way down the track and if you're building you can experience a similar thing you can get caught up in wanting to make sure that you get it right in one big hit and that you tick all the boxes with your new home so you never have to build again. Let's take a step back actually let's take a step up I like to call it the helicopter view. Creating a home is not just all about practical how-to And you may be listening to this podcast just for the practical how-to, but I'll tell you now, that information alone is not going to be enough to create a home that works. It is pointless, absolutely futile to think about your desires for your home simply as a shopping list of spaces and rooms. But it's a trap that a lot of people fall into. They actually try to piece together their home like a jigsaw puzzle. It's also usually how my conversations with homeowners will begin. So my first task is to really dig into what's behind the requests for these rooms, these spaces, these pieces of the jigsaw puzzle. What do I ask instead? Well, what if instead of asking, what would you like to do? I asked you, what are you seeking to achieve? Because ultimately, this is the guts of the question, what would you like to do? What is your big vision? Your big goals for your project? And most importantly, I then back that question up with why. Why why? <laughs> well, you may think that you're building or renovating for a bunch of practical reasons. Perhaps your home doesn't fit you anymore or it's falling apart, it's not making the most of its land. You want To live in a different area, so you're going to build a new home there. You need more space, more comfort, more convenience, better access to work, to schools, to a lovely neighbourhood. However, if you're building or renovating your family home, your connection with it is actually a really emotional one. We seek to feel a certain way in our homes together and within ourselves. So when we keep talking about what we want our homes to do, We also have to think about why we want them to do these things and why you're building or renovating in the first place. I'll be honest here, any project involving renovating or building, it's a long-term play. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Your why is your sustenance to get you through. You need to know it, hang on to it, believe in it and hold it high. Stick it on the fridge, have it on the bathroom mirror, put it where you can see it every day. What happens if you don't start here with asking that first question of what are you wanting to achieve and why? Well before you know it you're investing in a project that isn't actually going to help you live how you want to. Renovating and building is like other big life events such as getting married or having a baby. Every magazine TV show, well-meaning friend and family member will be throwing ideas at you about what you need in order for your home to be perfect and honestly for you to be perfect. You can very quickly get derailed choosing ideas even entire rooms for your home like you're literally shopping them out of a catalogue. You piece together a design based on a bunch of images you saw on Pinterest and you spread your budget thinly over this series of spaces worse still, you enter this zone that I call design by committee, where everyone is throwing in their two cents about how spaces, rooms, fixtures and finishes should be. Yet nothing is holding it together holistically. It doesn't work as a complete package. You've got a collection of great looking rooms that in the end have no flow, no functionality as an overall home. And this seduction by glossy magazines and the you must have this mentality is what will blow budgets time and time again. I think of a homeowner that I spoke with once. She started with one designer and she got a rough sketch done, which she kind of liked, but she thought she needed some more expertise. So she then worked with an architect and they did another concept. She wasn't sure about that one, so she changed designer again. She also got over some friends who were in the industry. One was a builder, one was an interior designer. They offered some ideas and some advice. Some other mums got involved, and her sister-in-law, whose kids were older, also suggested some things that she personally wished that she had in her house to deal with older kids. This homeowner, she thought she had a really clear picture on what she wanted, because she knew the style she wanted for her home. She had a Pinterest board packed full of images that all had the same aesthetic, the same style. It was really very clear what her taste was. Yet, what was happening over the course of speaking to all these different people, both inside the industry and outside of it, was that she was getting a range of ideas and advice thrown at her. She would add and subtract them from the design. She'd push and pull to squeeze in the latest feature or suggestion. And in the end, she hit overwhelm she found herself saying yes to all these different things because as isolated ideas, they all sounded great. People were speaking from experience about things that had worked or that hadn't worked for them. She could see how they could be helpful and make home life more convenient. But this was the kicker and why it wasn't working for her. At no point did this homeowner stop and ask, what am I seeking to achieve with renovating my home? she was always outwardly looking and not inwardly setting her own goals or clear objectives for how she and her family wanted to live in and beyond their home. In the end, the design she ended up with got priced way over budget and really it was a hodgepodge of lots of spaces, ideas and features and it involved huge change to the existing home. It really was no surprise that the cost was so high. She had spent almost two years getting to this point and then had to backtrack. And she was exhausted, full to the brim of so much noise about what everyone else thought was the best way to renovate her home. Starting over was the last thing she wanted to do. What if she'd started instead by asking, what do I want to achieve with this renovation? What am I seeking to achieve? What type of life do I want this home to help us lead? And how does that fit into what our overall goals are as a family? When instead you start getting clear on your big picture goals, this is a huge sanity saver. It's worth mentioning that those on the other side of renovating and building, those who finish their projects, they tell me time and time again that they totally underestimated the volume of decisions they'd have to make this is the thing, renovating and building aren't one big decision. They're actually a series of sequential smaller decisions, little ones that you have to make over and over and one after the other. And this can be overwhelming, especially when you're juggling these decisions with an already very busy life. If you're clear on what you're seeking to achieve for your project, this will help you stay on track. It will give you a place to return to in order to check your decisions against, and it will help you stay on a path that is in alignment with where you want to get to. And honestly, it'll stop that shiny object syndrome of the next best thing that you must have. So what are your big goals for your project? Is it to create your forever home? To give your current home a little more room? To make life simpler by downsizing? Or maybe another reason? And why? For my hubby and I, we were really clear about what we wanted to achieve for our projects. Our renovations were a financial stepping stone to get us to the location that we actually wanted to live in. We also wanted to be able to renovate these homes whilst we were raising our kids and for the most of the time to be living in these homes whilst we renovated them. And once we finished, we wanted that, that finished home to appeal to as many people as it could who were looking to buy so that we could sell it quickly and sell it well. So you can imagine that by setting that framework of that, of that overall goal, that big picture goal of what we were wanting to achieve, how much that impacted the, just how we renovated and the choices we made about what to renovate. That clarity helped us with every single design decision that we made, every product we chose, every material we purchased and every bit of money we spent. Similarly, if you're creating your forever family home that needs to see you and your family through, say, the next 15 or 20 years, you can get great clarity by asking first, what am I seeking to achieve with this project? That will set a big picture goal. It will set goals about things like creating flexible spaces that can adapt as your family grows and changes. It will also help you get clarity on how you'll finance the work it may mean that you're prepared to not have it all perfect right now. Instead, to manage your budget and timing, you may choose to build in the flexibility to expand or improve spaces down the track. Homeowners often forget that your financial situation changes over time and you can actually be in a better position to invest more money in your home in years to come rather than trying to spend it all now and struggling with the debt. It can also help with decisions about materials and fixtures because chances are if you're creating a home that needs to last you for 15 to 20 years, you'll be choosing things for longevity and for durability. It will also help you focus on the things that will really matter for your lifestyle. For example, it may mean that you want to create a great working kitchen, a fantastic living space with strong connections both visually and physically to outside, so that you can make the most of your garden and you can enable your kids to play outside while you can supervise their safety from inside that may mean that you're then spending less on improving your bedrooms. It may mean that you're making one really great living space with awesome storage which will declutter all of those toys that you have underfoot whilst your kids are little. Rather than spreading your budget over two living spaces, neither of which will work well because your budget can't actually stretch that far. Don't think that you have to do what everyone else is doing to create a home that works for you. Compact homes can feel spacious. They can be a joy to live in. They can work really well for families. They can be easier to maintain and they can free up your time and finances for other things that are more valuable to you. Because this is the biggest thing I want to share with you. Quality over quantity will improve your everyday life every time. Bigger is not better understanding what you want to achieve both for your home and your life overall can pave the way to that outcome. It can help you understand where to invest your effort and your budget and where to save your dollars, your energy and your time. I'll be talking more in episode four about how this idea might be practically applied to spaces and rooms in your home and the design strategies that you can use to achieve it in your project. And of course in episode three we'll be talking about that magic item, budget, the thing that pays for it all you can head to the show notes for this episode to get some recommended links for more reading on how to get started and to prepare well for your project. I see a lot of homeowners think that they're planning, but they're actually procrastinating. And the links in the show notes will give you some tips so that you can spot the differences and really stay out of procrastination. Join me in episode two, where I'll be sharing the next question you need to answer. What's that question? Well, it's what are you allowed to do? More specifically, it's what does your local authority or council say you're allowed to do in building or renovating your home? That's in the next episode, which, as a special launch treat, you can head to right now. It's waiting there for you to help you get started on your project. Thank you so much for joining me here at Get It Right with Undercover Architect. Now, if you've enjoyed listening, please head to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a review. That way, you'll be the first to know about new episodes. And you'll also help others like you find out about this podcast. And to be honest, who doesn't need help when it comes to renovating and building? If you have friends or family planning their future homes, please share this podcast with them too. Remember to head to the Undercover Architect website at www.undercoverarchitect.com. There you can see more information on podcast topics and you can learn lots more about how to get it right. You can also access downloadable freebies, plus learn more about my online program and one-to-one services. This has been Amelia Lee, the Undercover Architect. Thank you so much for tuning in and for letting me be your secret ally. Looking forward to next time. Bye. Jackrabbit FM. For your ears. Who is that? Hi, Puck Pass.